Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, September 29th. Let's jump into today's top stories. Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson reflects on his decision to retire and remarks that college football playoff expansion was one of the last major boxes I wanted to check off. Since I took this job in October 1998, I've been pushing for a playoff and then lately an expanded playoff. It's not like a mic drop, but it was something that was very important to me. Several who worked with Thompson over the years are also chiming in, including former Big Ten Commissioner Jim Delaney, who says of Thompson, he was around a lot of turmoil, and he never lost his cool. He thinks. He's got a lot of allies. He was an advocate, which he should be, but he had that balance between advocacy and maintaining relationships. If you're a bomb thrower, you lose the ability to be in a group and get the best out of it for yourself. Asked what advice he would offer to future college sports leaders, Thompson tells the athletics Chris Vanini, you do have to have goals, have ambitions, be upwardly mobile, but don't get entrenched in the next thing. Capture today. Ohio State AD Gene Smith is joined on his podcast by USC AD Mike Bone, and Smith during the podcast notes that, there were really only two schools that made sense for us, and it's USC and UCLA. The Mercury News' John Wilner subsequently points out that, if Smith isn't on board with additional expansion, it's not happening, which would seem to contradict reports from other outlets earlier this week. Bone, meanwhile, noted that USC and UCLA could share charter flights for Olympic sports, and Smith adds, you don't come from LA to play just one contest. You play Ohio State and Michigan and try to make sure soccer and volleyball are coming at the same time. The New York Post's Andrew Marchand believes that if and when the Big 12 begins negotiating with Fox, they will be hundreds of millions of dollars apart, just as the Pac-12, per his reporting, was with ESPN. The Pac-12, Marchand continues, wants to get Amazon and Apple involved in order to drive up the price, as the league reportedly seeks to bring in around $50 million per school. Which might have happened if they hadn't lost UCLA and USC to the Big Ten. If they had them still they'd be pretty well positioned. Their problem is the Big 12 is now talking with ESPN and Fox and if they were to do a deal earlier, I don't know where that would leave the Pac-12. They can pray that Amazon is going to give them big money, but Amazon doesn't really operate like that. Meanwhile, SBJ's John Aran discusses whether Turner could be an option for the Pac-12. Noting Marshawn's skepticism regarding the wisdom of such a move, Aran says, I'm telling you Stanford, Cal, Oregon, Washington, Arizona, Colorado, they have big brands that still exist in the Pac-12. They have companies in Apple and Amazon which operate in the Pac-12 and they have linear TV networks, where the Pac-12 still has a lot of value for them, especially in those later night windows that are out there. U.S. Senators John Thune of South Dakota and Ben Cardin of Maryland have introduced the Athlete Opportunity and Taxpayer Integrity Act, which would prohibit individuals and organizations from using the charitable tax deduction for specific contributions that compensate college or incoming college athletes for the use of their NIL. Thune stating, college athletes have the ability to benefit from opportunities related to their own name, image, and likeness, but outside organizations and collectives should not be able to write contributions off their taxes that are used to compensate athletes. This common-sense legislation would prohibit these entities from inappropriately using NIL agreements to reduce their own tax obligations. These basic taxpayer guardrails would protect athletes, strengthen NIL, and uphold the responsible stewardship of taxpayer dollars. Sunil founder Jason Belzer reacts to the text of the bill, I don't understand the exception for the schools though. 
what difference does it make if the contribution runs through a collective, or through the school, if the point is to prohibit someone from getting a tax deduction on what amounts to a commercial transaction? Extra Points Purveyor Matt Brown brings you more content from the Lead One Fall meetings, this time through a conversation with UNLV AD Eric Harper, who discusses the major issues facing college athletics. Namely, Harper weighs in on why a change in football governance is prudent, whether moving faster is part of the conversations, what any new governance structure needs to include and what's going on inside the Rebels athletic department. The full Q&A is now live on Connect. Evansville AD Kenneth Siegfried announces the return of the Purple Aces Club. Becoming a member of the pack is the best way for our supporters to help our department grow. Our goal is to increase the support and resources for all our programs and the pack gives us the opportunity to take that to a new level. Being able to bring something back that our fans embraced in the past was very important throughout this process. As we move forward, there are plans in place that include additional benefits for supporters, events throughout the entire year and more. This is an exciting announcement that will have a positive impact on our entire department. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, September 29th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.